Book Two, Part One of History of the Kings of Britain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. History of the Kings of Britain by Geoffrey of Monmouth. Translated by Aaron Thompson and J. A. Giles. Book Two. Chapter One. After the death of Brutus, his three sons succeed him in the kingdom. During these transactions, Brutus had by his wife Ignoge three famous sons, whose names were Locrin, Albanact, and Camber. These, after their father's death, which happened in the twenty-fourth year after his arrival, buried him in the city which he had built, and then, having divided the kingdom of Britain among them, retired each to his government. Locrin, the eldest, possessed the middle part of the island, called afterwards from his name Lurgria. Camber had that part which lies beyond the River Severn, now called Wales, but which was for a long time called Cambria, and hence that people still call themselves in their British tongue Cambri. Albanact, the younger brother, possessed the country he called Albania, now Scotland. After they had a long time reigned in peace together, Humber, king of the Huns, arrived in Albania, and having killed Albanact in battle, forced his people to fly to Locrin for protection. Chapter 2 Locrin, having routed Humber, falls in love with Estraldis. Locrin, at hearing this news, joined his brother Camber, and went with the whole strength of the kingdom to meet the king of the Huns, near the river now called Humber, where he gave him battle and put him to the rout. Humber made towards the river in his flight, and was drowned in it, on account of which it has since borne his name. Locrin, after the victory, bestowed the plunder of the enemy upon his own men, reserving for himself the gold and the silver which he found in the ships, together with three virgins of admirable beauty, whereof one was the daughter of a king in Germany, whom with the other two Humber had forcibly brought away with him after he had ruined their country. Her name was Estraldis, and her beauty such as was hardly to be matched. No ivory, or new-fallen snow, no lily could exceed the whiteness of her skin. Locrin, smitten with love, would have gladly married her, at which Corinius was extremely incensed, on account of the engagement which Locrin had entered into with him to marry his daughter. Chapter 3 Corinius resents the affront put upon his daughter. He went, therefore, to the king, and wielding a battle-axe in his right hand, 
vented his rage against him in these words. Do you thus reward me, Lochrin, for the many wounds which I have suffered under your father's command in his wars with strange nations, that you must slight my daughter and debase yourself to marry a barbarian? While there is strength in this right hand that has been destructive to so many giants upon the Tyrrhenian coasts, I will never put up with this affront. And repeating this again and again with a loud voice, he shook his battle-axe as if he was going to strike him, till the friends of both interposed. And after they had appeased Corinius, obliged Locrin to perform his agreement. Chapter 4 Locrin at last marries Gwendolina, the daughter of Corinius. Locrin therefore married Corinius's daughter, named Gwendolina, yet still retained his love for Estraldis, for whom he made apartments underground in which he entertained her, and caused her to be honourably attended. For he was resolved, at least, to carry on a private amour with her, since he could not live with her openly for fear of Corinius. In this matter, he concealed her, and made frequent visits to her for seven years together, without the privity of any but his most intimate domestics, and all under a pretense of performing some secret sacrifices to his gods, by which he imposed on the credulity of everybody. In the meantime, Estraldis became with child, and was delivered of a most beautiful daughter, whom she named Sabre. Gwendolina was also with child, and she brought forth a son, who was named Madden, and put under the care of his grandfather Corinius to be educated. Chapter 5 Locrin is killed. Estraldis and Sabre are thrown into a river. But in process of time, when Corinius was dead, Locrin divorced Gwendolina, and advanced Estraldis to be queen. Gwendolina, provoked beyond measure at this, retired into Cornwall, where she assembled together all the forces of that kingdom, and began to raise disturbances against Locrin. At last both armies joined battle near the river Stour, where Locrin was killed by the shot of an arrow. After his death, Gwendolina took upon her the government of the whole kingdom, retaining her father's furious spirit. For she commanded Estraldis and her daughter Sabre to be thrown into the river, now called the Severn, and published an edict through all Britain that the river should bear the damsel's name hoping by this to perpetuate her memory, and by that the infamy of her husband. So that to this day the river is called in the British tongue Sabrun, which by the corruption of the same is, in another language, Sabrina. Chapter 6 Gwendolina delivers up the kingdom to Madden, her son after whom succeeds Menpricius. Gwendolina reigned fifteen years after the death of Locrin, who had reigned ten, 
and then advanced her son Madden, whom she saw now at maturity, to the throne, contenting herself with the country of Cornwall for the remainder of her life. At this time Samuel the prophet governed in Judea. Silvius Aeneas was yet living, and Homer was esteemed a famous orator and poet. Madden, now in possession of the crown, had by his wife two sons, Menprichius and Malim, and ruled the kingdom in peace and with care forty years. As soon as he was dead, the two brothers quarrelled for the kingdom, each being ambitious of the sovereignty of the whole island. Menprichius, impatient to attain his ends, enters into treaty with Malim, under colour of making a composition with him, and, having formed a conspiracy, murdered him in the assembly where their ambassadors were met. By these means he obtained the dominion of the whole island, over which he exercised such tyranny that he left scarcely a noble man alive in it, and either by violence or treachery oppressed every one that he apprehended might be likely to succeed him, pursuing his hatred to his whole race. He also deserted his own wife, by whom he had a noble youth named Abraucus, and addicted himself to sodomy, preferring unnatural lust to the pleasures of the conjugal state. At last, in the twentieth year of his reign, while he was hunting, he retired from his company into a valley where he was surrounded by a great multitude of ravenous wolves and devoured by them in a horrible manner. Then did Saul reign in Judea and Eurystheus in Lacedaemonia. Chapter 7 Ebraucus, the successor of Menprichius, conquers the Gauls and builds the towns Caer Ebrauc, etc. Menprichius being dead, Ebraucus, his son, a man of great stature and wonderful strength, took upon him the government of Britain, which he held forty years. He was the first after Brutus who invaded Gaul with a fleet, and distressed its provinces by killing their men and laying waste their cities. And, having by these means enriched himself with an infinite quantity of gold and silver, he returned victorious. After this, he built a city on the other side of the Humber, which, from his own name, he called Cara Brauk, that is, the city of Abraucus, about the time that David reigned in Judea, and Silvius Latinus in Italy, and that Gad, Nathan, and Asaph prophesied in Israel. He also built the city of Aklad towards Albany, and the town of Mount Agnid, called at this time the Castle of Maidens, or the Mountain of Sorrow. Chapter 8 Erbraucus's twenty sons go to Germany, and his thirty daughters to Silvius Alba in Italy. This prince had twenty sons and thirty daughters by twenty wives, and with great valour governed the kingdom of Britain sixty years. The names of his sons were Brutus, surnamed Greenshield, Margadud, 
Sicilius, Regin, Morivid, Bladud, Vagon, Bodloan, Kincar, Spaden, Gaul, Darden, Eldad, Ivor, Gangu, Hector, Kerin, Rudd, Aserach, Buell. The names of his daughters were Gloini, Ignoni, Udas, Gwenliam, Gordid, Angharad, Gwendolo, Tangustal, Gorgon, Medlin, Methahel, Urar, Malior, Cambreda, Regan, Gale, Echub, Nest, Troin, Stattard, Gladard, Ebron, Blagan, Abelac, Angais, Galais, the most celebrated beauty at that time in Britain or Gaul, Edra, Anaur, Stadile, Egron. All these daughters their father sent into Italy to Silvius Alba, who reigned after Silvius Latinus, where they were married among the Trojan nobility, the Latin and Sabine women refusing to associate with them. But the sons, under the conduct of their brother Asaracus, departed in a fleet to Germany, and having, with the assistance of Silvius Alba, subdued the people there, obtained that kingdom. Chapter 9 After Abraucus reigns Brutus, his son. After him, Leal. And after Leal, Hudibras. But Brutus, surnamed Greenshield, stayed with his father, whom he succeeded in the government and reigned twelve years. After him reigned Leal, his son, a peaceable and just prince, who, enjoying a prosperous reign, built in the north of Britain a city called by his name, Carlisle, at the same time that Solomon began to build the Temple of Jerusalem, and the Queen of Sheba came to hear his wisdom. At which time also Silvius Epitus succeeded his father Alba in Italy. Leal reigned twenty-five years, but towards the latter end of his life grew more remiss in his government, so that his neglect of affairs speedily occasioned a civil dissension in the kingdom. After him reigned his son Hudibras, thirty-nine years, and composed the civil dissension among his people. He built Carlem or Canterbury, Carguen or Winchester, and the town of Mount Palador, now Shaftesbury. At this place an eagle spoke while the wall of the town was being built. And indeed I would have transmitted the speech to posterity had I thought it true as the rest of the history. At this time reigned Capis, the son of Epitus, and Haggai, Amos, Joel, and Azariah were prophets in Israel.
End of Book 2 Part 1